Previously on Too Old to Date. Hey, Donna? Hey, Brad. I'm so glad you're here. Hold my seat. I just need to run to the bathroom. More than a few minutes pass before Bradley becomes concerned about his date in the bathroom. Are you still dating? Are we talking about it now? Is this is this us talking about being exclusive? I mean, I, I think so. Well, okay, to be honest, I haven't really given it much thought. I mean, I enjoy spending time with you. I've been uh, enjoying it a lot, actually. And I just, I'm just trying to like stay in the moment with it a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't think that we need to have this talk right now. I think we can just keep enjoying the moment. Let's just, so we can just keep doing that for now. Yeah, sure. So we can just shelve this conversation. Yeah, Mike. Cool. So I guess that's that. I'm sorry. That was awkward. I'm really terrible at these conversations. I guess that wasn't that good, huh? Yeah, no, that was not good. Or even really a conversation. I don't sing. I don't dance. You won't try here anymore. Bradley, 34, and Donna, 26, sit on a bench outside of a buffalo chicken wing restaurant. It is a chilly evening and the pair would rather be sitting inside. Where did you stay in Charleston? It was at a hotel right by King Street, so we were really close to all the action. I love it down there. Do you have friends there? I didn't before I went down there, but I kind of do now. Making friends while you're on vacation is great. I met my friend Margo on Fire Island, and now we hang out all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Are any of the people you were with in Charleston going to be at this party tonight? Um, no. Hey, you look cold. Do you want my jacket? No, I'm okay. You sure? I don't think I can eat wings with your jacket on top of my jacket without getting sauce all over everything. All right, well, let me know if you get cold. I'm all right. I love this place. Do you sit outside every time you come here? Yeah, I mean, most of the time you have to. I I actually think I've only been here once when it was really cold out, so I just waited inside until somebody got up. Oh, these are good. Mm Mm-hmm, I'm telling you. A lot of hurdles you're jumping here. Wings, a friend's birthday on a second date. I eat like a garbage person. If you can't handle seeing me eat wings, then this isn't going to work out anyway. (laughs) Right. What time is your friend's party? So he said to be there at 9.30, but we need to get there a little bit before that. Oh, it's a surprise party? Uh, no, not exactly. So he's having dinner with his girlfriend beforehand at the same place, and he wants everyone to come around 9.30 for drinks, but he's been like so tied up with his girlfriend, so climbing girlfriend mountain. And a couple weeks ago, I bumped into the two of them with one of her friends. So I actually think maybe there are other people at this dinner, like her couple friends or people they know together through their running club and that they just didn't invite me. That'd be pretty rude. Yeah, if that's happening, I agree. So I just want to drop in a little early and see if I can find out if that's the case. Are you going to make it awkward? Sounds cringy. I don't want to be part of some weird scene. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to make a scene. I just want to see if it's the case. We'll just be getting there early as far as they're concerned. Okay. I'm serious. It'll be fine. No drama. Meanwhile, Michael, 37, and Rebecca, 34, dine on a selection of delicate and healthy seafood tapas at an East Village restaurant. So, how is this measuring up against your other birthday dinners? This is pretty good. I mean, this is more edible flowers than I usually have, but it's good. What would you normally have for a birthday dinner? It varies up every year. Like, last year I decided that I really wanted a slice of uh, DeFaro's pizza. It's that place in Brooklyn that's supposed to be great. And I made Brad wait in line for like an hour and a half for it. Was it worth it? Kind of was. 
Although I do have this theory that when you wait over like 30 minutes for a food thing you're really excited about, it builds the anticipation so you get crazy hungry. And by the time you shove the food in your face, it's just really rewarding, so you love it. Also, it was hot out and Brad spent most of the time complaining about how hungry he was and how much his back was itching and sweating. So getting inside of the AC and ending the conversation was also a little heavenly. How about you? Like, when you were a kid, what did you guys do for your birthday? Um, my parents were immigrants, so they didn't put a big emphasis on birthdays. I would get some dessert after dinner, but there weren't really presents or anything. That's tough. It was fine. I mean, I definitely felt a little left out because I would go over to friends' birthday parties and see all the cake and balloons and the whole hoopla and, and, and I'd want that too. But that was just one of the million ways my parents were different than the other kids' parents. They were really sweet and they loved me, but they just had a different way of doing things. I was a good kid, but they always made me feel like the problem child. You? The super kind, Ivy League educated doctor athlete woman? What could you have possibly done? I know, I mean, I would get up super early before school and go for a run, and if my mom was up when I got back, she would scream at me for sneaking off in the middle of the night. For running? Did she think you were lying about the running and doing other stuff? No, I mean, she knew I was running. She just thought I was trying to hide something from her or something. But then when I told her ahead of time, she would just tell me not to do it. So that was it? She just didn't like the way that you were up early and running? No, it was just kind of all of it. I was always a bit of a tomboy, and that never sat well with my mom. She wanted me to be this, like, prim and proper little woman, and I just never had that in me. I'm heading back to Vancouver in a couple weeks to visit her. I was thinking of asking you to come with me. That was past tense. Well, yeah, past tense. I mean, I'm sorry. I know it's your birthday, and I wasn't going to bring it up, but after our super awkward exclusivity conversation the other day, I mean, I wasn't sure if you'd be up for it. Right, yeah, the conversation the other day. Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about that, and would you mind if we talked about it tonight? It's been kind of just weighing on me, and I feel like we should try that one again. Do you mind? It's fine with me. It's your birthday. We can talk about whatever you want. Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about it, and in terms of being exclusive... Happy birthday! Hey, you're early. We're still eating. I can see that. Huh, that's great. Hey, Becky. This is Donna. Hey, I'm Becky. I'm Mike. Um, we were kind of... Never mind. Did you guys want to pull up a chair? No, no, that's okay. We'll go chill at the bar for a bit. Hey, I'm going to run to the ladies' room real quick. Cool, I'll be at the bar. Donna walks toward the lover tree. How's the food here? Good, not great. Yeah, so this is your guys' first date? Oh, no, I went out with her a while back. I told you about her. She's the girl who spent like the first 15 minutes of our date in the bathroom. History repeats itself. (laughs) Yeah, she made it through dinner no problem, but here we are. Oh, how was Charleston? Oh my god, you guys, it was insane. Kyle's actually a lunatic. So we met these older women on like the eve of his birthday. So Kyle disappears with one of them and I stick around to talk to the other, kind of like winging him. He just picked up these women at a bar? No, I matched with one on Bumble and he ended up liking the other one. Oh, so you just swiped to hook him up? I mean, no, the woman I matched with was hot as hell. Um, Brad. Yeah, what's up? Maybe we should talk about this when you're not on a date. Right, so let me finish the story real quick. So Kyle disappears with this woman and I stay there talking to the other one. Her name was Summer and she's so Southern, like so, so Southern. I can't even do the accent, so Southern. And then Kyle and the other chick, her name was Carol, I think. I can't remember. They don't come back, so Summer asks me to take her back to my hotel. And Kyle was already there. Yeah, obviously. Oh, bummer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But we just turned out the lights and everyone hooked up. Like with each other? No, I mean with our respective Southerners. There wasn't any crossover. Wow, so you and Kyle have gotten really close. Gross. No, we were all really drunk and it was really dark. Summer was so funny. First woman I've ever hooked up with who has kids. And she was saying the funniest shit like, You're such a nice guy, you deserve a blowjob. What the fuck? 
yeah, I didn't really understand the logic either, but whatever. It was fun. And the one Kyle hooked up with, she was certifiably insane. After it was all over, the girls got up and Summer got dressed and laid back down on the bed with me, but Kyle's girl sat Indian style in the middle of the room, bare-ass naked, and she starts telling these wild stories about how she likes hanging out with out-of-towner dudes in bars. She has a type. Absolutely. She'll hang out with these dudes, go back to their hotels or Airbnbs, whatever, and hook up with them, and then she'll call this guy who was once her Uber driver to come pick her up, and then she hooks up with him, too. So did she call him after she hooked up with Kyle? No, she couldn't because she was with her friend. Becky gets it. What does Becky get? Whoa! Whoa! How long have you been standing there? Like three seconds. Oh, okay. Good. Let's at least you finish their dinner. Okay. It was great to meet you both. Likewise, we'll catch up with you guys in a few minutes. Bradley and Donna walk away from the table. He's a lot. <laughs> yes, he is. So yeah, um... So before, I was going to say something. Yes, you were. Yeah, so I don't know the steps moving forward in this relationship. I mean, I met my ex when we were in college and that was that. There wasn't the complexity of exclusivity or whatever. We were just together and then we got married and we were supposed to do all the other stuff. Yeah. So I don't know how these things transition. I don't know how to transition from casual dating to having a conversation about, you know, actually being together. Nobody knows what they're doing. Do you think when you're married, the rest of us were methodically testing our relationships and forming the perfect way to move through them? No, I just, I just don't know how this works. How this works? We'll just stop asking other people out on dates. That should pretty much make us exclusive. Of course, but that's not what I meant. I mean, like, how do we do this? How do we spend more time together? Okay, you might be an idiot. Meanwhile at the bar. You're like, beaming right now. Am I? I've never seen a guy be so happy that his guy friend wasn't cheating on him with other guys. I don't know why I let myself get worked up over stuff like this. I get it. Sometimes your friends get caught up in couple life. That's exactly right. I think it's a bigger problem for guys, though, than girls. My girlfriends who are in couples still make a lot of time for me. Yeah, guys really just disappear. It's really easy to let a woman just run your life. I would not want a guy who just lets me run his life. That isn't attractive at all. If a guy doesn't have his own passions, friends, hobbies, all that stuff, I'll never be into him. All of my college friends have become that guy. If Facebook and, like, the rare conversations we have are to be believed, their lives are their jobs, Game of Thrones or the skin, maybe video games, and visits with the family. And then on the other end of the spectrum, as much as I like hanging out with guys like Kyle, the dude I went to Charleston with, he is fucking exhausting. He's such a bro. Sometimes the bro thing can be hot. Well, I'm not a bro. Well, okay, the conversation I just had with Mike while you were in the bathroom was kind of bro-y, but that's just because I'm in a hyped-up mood. I like your hyped-up mood. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's cute. You want to sneak off to the bathroom and do something about my hyped-up mood? Whoa. Blunt. I'll go now. You wait two minutes before following me. Back at the table. Stop it. Can we be serious for like a minute? Sorry, it's your birthday. I shouldn't call you an idiot. Even though you are. (laughs) Okay, how about this? What are you doing next weekend? Next weekend? I mean, nothing really. I'm working Friday until 11, and then I'm on call at the hospital on Saturday. Sunday I have the day off, and I didn't have a plan. What if we spent, like, the whole weekend together? What do you mean? Like, I could leave work on Friday, I can come home, pack a bag, and we can just spend the entire weekend together. We can see if we, like, annoy each other, or if it's too much. No scheduled dates or plans or anything. We would just be, like, two people living together and having a weekend. Yeah, sure. I mean, I may get called into work that Saturday. Okay, we can cross that bridge when we get to it, but... If not, we could just spend the whole weekend together and see how it goes. 
What's the point of the weekend? Is it like a test? No, no, no. It's definitely not a test. It's just a predetermined way for us to spend more time together. All right. As long as it's not a test. I mean, I don't want to have my weekend ruined feeling like I'm being evaluated on my performance. Deal. And to prove I'm ready to be exclusive, I'm going to delete Tinder from my phone right now. Just so we can mark this occasion. Okay, hold on. Okay, all the apps are dancing and delete. See? Exclusive. Yeah, but that doesn't do anything. Your account is still there. You just deleted the app. I know, I'll do that part later. That was just, this was just a gesture. Yeah, but there are so many other dating apps. I can see them. You've got Bumble and Hinge and Coffee. I know, I know. It's just a gesture. I'm just going for the, I'm not going to sit here and delete all 12 different apps. Okay, well, maybe you should have put them all in a folder or something and then deleted that. It doesn't work that way. You can't just make a folder and delete the whole folder. You have to delete the apps one at a time. Huh. Okay, well, that was a pretty lame gesture. Okay, yes, clearly that went better in my head. Maybe I am an idiot. I guess we'll see. Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode were provided by Christina Pastor and Emily Cratter. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.